Welcome to the Pretty Powerful Podcast, where powerful women are interviewed every week to share real inspiring stories and incredible insight to help women or anyone break the barriers, be a part of innovation, shatter the glass ceiling, and dominate to the top of their sport, industry, or life's mission. Join us as we celebrate exceptional women and step into our power. And now, here's your host, Angela Gennari. Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Pretty Powerful Podcast. My name is Angela Gennari, and today I'm here with Annie Delray. How are you, Annie? Great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you. So Annie Delray is a nationally board certified health and wellness coach who has worked with hundreds of clients to help them achieve a life of confidence, wellness, and success. I love that. That's awesome. So along with multiple certifications, she earned her bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's degree in in (laughs) integrative wellness coaching. Sorry, I get tripped up on that word. (laughs) Her master's capstone project was titled Health Coaching as an Effective Tool for Managing Stress and Anxiety. Oh, that's going to go well in this. (laughs) (laughs) I can be your first case study. (laughs) Annie Annie is certified in multiple modalities integrative wellness coaching, life and success coaching, neuro linguistic programming, which is NLP clinical hypnotherapy, and emotional freedom technique. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. Uh, Originally from New Jersey, she now calls beautiful San Diego, California, her home. So welcome to the show. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. So let's dive in on um, what made you want to go into psychology. So I love it. That was my degree, but what made you go into Yes, I would say growing up in my family. Really? I'm one of six kids. Wow. Okay. Bit of dysfunction, like strict Catholic family. Yep. And I think that's, I mean, I know that's what sparked my interest. I was like, mm. what is going on? Mm-hmm. What is happening? The uh, male and female, there was three girls, three boys. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was very curious. Like mm-hmm. what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because I was kind of similar. Um, I was in high school and I had my very first psychology class in high school. And it was like an epiphany, like my aha moment. Like it was like, oh my God, things make sense. You know, like I get it. (laughs) I'm I'm right there. That was it. (laughs) It I took an elective psych. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're reading these things and you're like, there's a name for that. There's a, they've done (laughs) studies on that that exact thing just right 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 yeah well and then you and then you start like hey listen instead of being called bossy by everybody like I can, I'm just assertive right like it's a personality right, <laughs> right. It's, it's, like, it's because I'm the oldest word. girl right yes. right <laughs> yep so okay I can totally relate to that okay great so you studied psychology and then you started Mm -hmm. getting into some more specialty so like stress anxiety um what is neuro-linguistic programming oh I love neuro-linguistic programming so just to break down the word neuro meaning the brain linguistic meaning the language and programming meaning they're both programming us uh-huh. So the language we use matters yes. or the language we take in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
even if you get good grades, if one of your parents is telling you you're stupid every day, well, that's what's being programmed into you. Even if the teachers and everyone is like, you're so smart, you're so smart, depending on the person who's saying it, that you planted that seed and now it's going to take a bit to, I don't know, uh, dig up that seed. Yes. <laughs> I've yes. never used that analogy before. So yeah, you yeah. You know, it's so crazy because um, there's more and more research coming out about this. And I think a lot of it was like, uh, that movie, The Secret, remember that from like yes. years ago, right? So that movie, yes. The Secret was like, that was, uh, I watched that movie and I was like, oh my gosh, I do this all the time. And so like now when I, when I hear people say stuff like, I'm so stupid, I'm like, don't ever say that. Don't ever let that come out of your mouth, right? Because you're not, yes. and you might be having a moment of like, gosh, I should have figured that out. But what you say to yourself matters, right? And we, we get so down on ourselves. Like oh. I speak to myself in ways that I would never speak to somebody else. Right. And that is neuro-linguistic programming, right? Like I'm programming myself to beat myself up if I'm not reaching certain goals or doing certain things, or if I have, if I don't mm. give myself any grace. Yes. That's such a good word to use. Not mm. giving yourself any grace where family and friends probably would for the yep. most, if you have healthy people in your life, they would. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I remember one gal, I said something, this was a few years ago. I said something like, I'm an idiot. It was, yeah. it was something yeah. silly, right? Like yeah, something yeah. super silly, but I did say that after. And she turned to me and she's like, Hey, don't talk about my friend that way. Oh, that's nice. I was like, <laughs> that's such a great way to say it. Like you yeah. wouldn't talk to your friend this way and calling me out gently on don't talk to yourself that way. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's really smart. So, okay. So neuro-linguistic programming is something that we, we have been kind of taught to, you know, um, I guess the way we speak to ourselves is more important than the way other people speak to us sometimes, because you start to, if you hear constantly that you're not good enough from your parents or that you're not good enough from your teachers, you start to say that to yourself. And, you know, I've, I've actually started um, in the mornings, I listen to affirmations before I get out of bed and then I yes. also turn them on before I go to sleep. So, um, but I listen to these positive affirmations because I'm really bad at, like, I will say bad things about myself all day long and like, I should have known better. I should have done better. I should have tried harder, you know? And so I have to kind of like reprogram my head and it's gotten much better. Yes. That's a reprogramming. That is yeah. the best. That is the word for it. I, yeah, yeah. I also give another example of um growing up you would hear people say they're filthy rich mm. so as a kid you think filthy I get mm. in trouble when I'm filthy my parents are mad at me when I'm filthy people don't want to stand next to me when I'm filthy so your little brain took it in rich equals bad money yeah. equals bad mm. um or money's the root of all evil evil I don't want to be evil I learned that you're not supposed to be evil so mm -hmm. the, even uh, a big thing is what, how parents act in front of their children. Mm -hmm. What are they saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and they also talk about, like, I, I hear all this um, as well, what you put out into the universe, right? Like what you put out comes back. And so if you always say things like, I can't afford it, you know, we're, yeah. I've got to get yeah. out of debt. Like if you're focused on the negative word, you're not going to get to the positive word, right? Like if you just say, mm. um, if you're constantly focused on the debt that you have and the lack and the lack and the lack, lack of money, lack of love lack of resources then that is what starts to project into your life isn't that right yes yes and they say when you're doing something such as setting mantras or affirmations mm -hmm. don't put it in the negative so it's right. not i don't want to gain weight it's i am strong i'm healthy i'm fit um mm -hmm. or not i don't want to be in debt but i'm a saver i have financial freedom so yes. as, yes. as you were saying, putting it into a positive and don't focus on what you don't want. It's like, don't think of the purple elephant. Well, right, right, right. obviously I'm thinking <laughs> of the purple elephant. Like, yes. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So um, it's funny that we're actually talking about this on a new moon, which it won't be published on a new moon, but still, like, I think that that's funny because I literally wrote affirmations this morning for the new moon, but whatever. Nice, <laughs> nice. But um, so tell me a little bit about emotional freedom technique. What is that? Ooh, okay. This is another one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to say though, I did start in psych, very scientific, very statistic, very measurable results so yeah. when i first learned about these things i was like what woo woo yeah. is this <laughs> what are you talking about but then as studying it more and you realize like oh just like the law of gravity or they are able to make these comparisons and you're like yeah. oh wait i can yeah and there are more studies coming out and people mm -hmm. are more open-minded so mm -hmm. i just want to say this because when i learned about nlp or like eft the emotional freedom technique i'm like oh, yeah 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 no totally <laughs> and and you know it's funny because it's measurable now like they used to say oh this is just like you know it's, it's not a real thing but it's mm -hmm. measurable you can actually measure the results of it so it, it is interesting. yeah i mean do it you know i i urge people to do it themselves like go 30 days where you are saying certain things to yourself and then see what changes in your life. Like, don't believe us. Like, don't, don't believe me for a minute. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Do it yourself, do it yourself, measure the changes, write the date, do these certain things every single day. And then in 30 days, if nothing has happened, then by all means I'm wrong, you know, but, but I dare you. Right. To mm -hmm. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And if you think at the end of it, that it's woo woo still, mm -hmm. this didn't work for you. And that's fine. Like my engineers, they don't want to hear about EFT. Anyway, yep. I'll tell you what yep. EFT is. I, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. <laughs> acting like it's this secret thing. So mm -hmm. again, I'll just break down like em emotional freedom. So freeing us from these negative emotions and it's okay to be sad. It's okay at times mm -hmm. to be anger. The point angry. The point is to not stay stuck. Mm. So EFT even is helpful with like period cramps or headaches. So these emotions, but also these physical symptoms that arise, but mm. also because of your emotions, right? That it's showing up in your body. Right, right, um, right. So it's, it's based on modern psych, but also ancient acupressure. So you're tapping on the meridian points. Mm -hmm. um and this is a big one that I go in and I'm like if you think this is 
I don't want to say BS because I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But yeah, if you think this is, then, um, then okay, it is. That's your reality, and mm-hmm. and that's I'm not here to convince anyone of anything, mm-hmm. but I will teach you the tools that I learned that worked for me and has worked for hundreds of other people that I happen to work with. Right, right, right. But if it's not you, don't worry. There are so many other modalities out there. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're broken or I, I even teach about the placebo effect. I'm like, if you think this works, this works. Right, right. Uh-huh. It, if you keep telling yourself, this doesn't work for me, this doesn't work, for, this will never work, then you're right. It will never work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and the tapping thing is something that is actually used when people are going through recovery. So like I was actually talking to somebody who um, they teach the tapping technique for people who are, you know, going through alcoholism, you know, who are alcoholics or drug addicts, because when they start getting these like um, these cravings or they start thinking about it, they start tapping and it actually shows that you can, you know, you're, you're putting yourself into a different state of mind. So it actually Mm. has helped. So I've been reading about that as well. So yeah, the tapping actually helps with addictions. It's so fascinating. Yeah, I haven't used it for that population, but that definitely opens Mm -hmm. the doors. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it is- Especially cigarette smoking. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. No, yeah, absolutely. Because you're right. I mean, it's it's just any kind of addiction. You know, you start having these cravings, you start thinking about it, and you start tapping in on certain places on your face, right? So isn't it just around your eyebrows and and so head above the eyebrows, side of the eyes, cheeks, under yes. the nose, under the cheek, or on the, <laughs> on the chin. And then uh, I say your bra line, but uh-huh, only because uh-huh. men would know where the bra is just as much as the women. Know right, right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that that was something I actually had done some sort of like a meditation yoga class and they, they ended it with tapping. So I thought that was interesting. And you'll like that idea of like you'll vibe high. My, my hands get tingly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's a fabulous and. I like it because it's free. Aside from learning it from a practitioner, it's free. Yep. I have my clients do it, especially those suffering from panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I tell them, go to the bathroom at work, step mm-hmm. out to your car. Yeah. Yeah. No one will see you do this. This is beautiful. Interesting. Okay. So emotional freedom technique is mostly the tapping. Is that what that is? Is EFT. Yeah. Okay. More commonly known as EFT. Probably should have started with that, but you already okay. picked it up. Yeah. 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 Well, no, because that, that was the one um, I didn't know what it was called, but I knew the tapping thing was um, I had done that before and it, it's interesting. All right. Yeah. So, so what do you feel is one of the more effective ways to teach people how to have better health and wellness, reduce stress? Tell me, tell me how, what tools you generally give to people. Um, so one of the first things I do is introduce them to the wellness wheel. So okay. you may be familiar with it, but for, for those who aren't and listening, uh-huh. um, <laughs> it is think of a pizza pie with different slices and um, wellness wheel, meaning different areas of your life. So one may be finance, one slice may be your environment, social life, career. And 
having them rate that one to 10. Okay. 10 being, I never worry about this. I am amazing. I am the absolute greatest. I'm the guru. And one being, <laughs> I need a lot of help. Right, like, right. This brings me huge pain. Another thing I tell them is, I I truly coach five to 600 people. No one says they're a 10. Nines. Uh, yeah, nines yeah. in some area, especially mm-hmm. if they're like financially steady, they're very proud to say that they're a nine, which that is a beautiful thing. We should yeah. be celebrating. But allowing them, especially people who come to me and they're like, my life's in shambles. Oh, I have nothing mm-hmm. to give. Yep. They take this assessment and they're like, okay, actually I have family who loves me. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. my family is <laughs> or um, I do have a fulfilling career. Mm-hmm. My finances are low, but I have a fulfilling career. Mm-hmm. So allowing them to take stock and even that clarity really helps. Um, and then I go on to tell them, hey, goal setting is super fun. Number yeah. one, what we can do is change it to the word experiment. We don't have to call it goals. That might be mm-hmm. too intimidating. Let's right. call this an experiment. Right. Um, and the other is a lot of people think if I set a goal, that means that I like I'm starting the struggle bus. This is going to be hard, especially if I've tried it before. Mm-hmm. So I say, let's have fun. Is mm-hmm. it what you've struggled with the longest? Is it what affects you daily? Is it a goal that's most exciting? Mm-hmm. Is it the easiest goal that comes to mind so you can get a quick win? Right, right. We don't have to keep, we don't have to pick what's crippling you right now. Yeah. And that brings a lot of relief of like, oh, okay, I don't have to do the biggest thing in my life right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how do you feel about like, if people have like a a three and a four and, you know, do you say let's work on everything all together or do you piecemeal it? Like, where do you see there's more success? I love that question. I love that question definitely one at a time yeah definitely one that's I feel like that's why new year's is hard because I'm getting a new wardrobe I'm gonna lose 100 pounds I am gonna leave the job that I hate I'm gonna get better at communication skills I'm gonna learn Spanish be a better public speaker and you're like whoa 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 Uh you're spreading yourself too thin let's do one move on to the next move on to the next like one at a time um, let's concentrate all your efforts on this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's smart because when you set people up for, for failure, you know, then, then it's just too much all at one time they get overwhelmed and they quit. Right. Because they it's quit. all or nothing. Right. And it, it's like, well, if I can't do it all, I can't do any of it. I'm just going to quit. This is just too much. I can't do everything. I can't be a different person. Right. And so yeah, get overwhelmed and overwhelm is one of the reasons that people will walk away from their goals or their desires is they're just overwhelmed. That's exactly it. And that's why even let's say weight loss is the goal. Mm-hmm. I really encourage that. So, you know, let's, I'm sure you've heard this of, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym every day, 45 minutes, hard body. I, oh, I might get a trainer who's going to be a ton of money. I'm so, yep. Yep. Pedal back. Let's start mm. with even 10 minutes at the gym. So when you stay for 15, you feel awesome because you're mm. already there. You already drove. You already have the clothes on. Or how about we start with five minutes around your block? Mm. How about this week? All you're doing is parking further away from the store. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm. This week, 
all you're concentrating on is hydration. Yeah. That's it. Just mm-hmm. hydration. Um, just these simple little tweaks that people are like, oh, it's so easy. Okay, but why aren't you doing it? And I mean that in a friendly pushing way of like, so if it's so easy, prove it. Let's do right. an experiment. You and yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and I think if you wanna, you know, if you want long-term sustainability, it's gotta be, it's gotta fit into your life, right? And yeah, you know, if my life has been one way for 40 years and then all of a sudden I'm going to make all these like overnight changes that's not sustainable (laughs) it's going to last for three days and then I'm going to be like yes I really want that ice cream right (laughs) so exactly and then you're like well I've already failed oh well I'm done so you have to set yourself up for success yeah I love that you said I already failed so I might I don't have to do it two nights and Mm -hmm. also what is your lifestyle so you were just mentioning this like if you're a single dad Mm -hmm. your priorities are so different than a single guy yep yep you're make you're packing lunches the night before Mm -hmm. or the morning of you don't have um an extra hour in the morning to sit in silence you don't Mm -hmm. kids aren't silent if you're Mm -hmm. a newborn mom who's breastfeeding and has to get up multiple times a, a, a night you might not be waking up an hour early to write your book. Right. Let's find right. another way to do that during nap time. Or um, yep. again, like you're not the single 20 year old. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. not make single 20 year old goals, or at least it could be the same goal, but let's talk the, the answer to other people or the solution to other people may not fit into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. And I don't know why this is what came to mind, but you know, I, <laughs> I have, um, so 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 I've been a single mom and you know entrepreneur for for six years now. So I mean I've been divorced mm. for a long time, and I hate it when guys are like, "So what kind of hobbies do you have?" I have no fucking hobbies. I have zero hobbies. Totally. <laughs> so my hobbies feeding my kids. That's <laughs> I have a I have a yeah. child. I'm a single parent. I have a business to run. Like who has time for hobbies? Like I'm sorry, you've made it to whatever age you are, and you don't have any kids, and you don't have any you know, responsibilities and you work a nine to five job. And so you play, you know, softball every night. Great, great for you. (laughs) I don't have any, don't make me feel like I'm a less than person. Like I'm this loser (laughs) that I can't come up with two hobbies or what age are my kids right now? Mm -hmm. Because that's also going to affect my time. Yeah. Like hundred percent, hundred percent is, but yeah, we all yeah. have different needs and, you know, setting yourself up for success. Like, yeah, it sounds great. I could play golf every Friday, but I can't play golf every Friday. Like it just is not going to ever fit in my life. And so if I say, I want to mm-hmm. take on a hobby for me, I've got to really put it piecemeal into my life like very slowly and manageably because I will tell you that you know even something as simple as the gym I gotta knock it out first thing in the morning because if I don't do that all day long I'm never finding ways to procrastinate on going to the gym right there's always yeah sorry hold on okay Uh, my oh there we go my speaker went up so yeah it's always what 
finding ways to kind of incorporate into my life how to get to the gym every day. And so I know yes. for me, you know, I can't do the workout after work thing because my workday might run long. I might, you know, get home and um, have to make dinner right away. I might have something else that comes up after work. And so for me, it's just not realistic to go after work, but you know, to each their own. You've yeah. got to set up your goals and your desires in a way that fits into your life and is sustainable. Totally. And actually, mm-hmm. that's a good segue. To, yeah. <laughs> as you were mentioning the idea of like, where, where, where do I start with people? So it is the wellness wheel. Yeah. But then another two things that are very important is what are your values and what are you prioritizing? Mm, okay. So you're prioritizing your health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's a big and and what do you value? So if you say you value your health, but you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, you um, drink coffee all day. Not coffee. I don't even want to compare because I love coffee. So oh, yeah. that's not fair for me to compare. But mm-hmm. um, and you drink beer every night and you're have celiacs and you still eat things that are, um, would hurt your stomach. It's like, I'm not, I'm not judging you. Cause that's not what I'm here to do. We're all on our own journey, mm-hmm. but also would you say you value your health because you're acting completely different? Right. Right. Then another one I use is loyalty. Mm-hmm. Well, if you value loyalty, but you have a boss who takes credit for what you do. You have a partner who cheats on you. You have friends who backstab you. You're not happy. This is why. This is yeah. why. Because you're yeah. not living your values and you deserve to live your values. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I always say if you can't if you can't trust your own word, then how do you expect anyone else to, right? Like if you're not going to live up to your own values, you can't expect anyone else to say, "Oh no, I'm going to be loyal to her because she's, you know, that's one of her values even though she's not loyal to herself," right? And so, yeah, I 100% Ooh. agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Same with your kids watching you though. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yeah. Just different things. Like mommy says, don't use the middle finger, but when she's driving, she uses the middle finger a lot. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you see it all the time, the, hypoc- the hypocrisy, right? Like you can't expect one thing and then do another and then expect everybody else to do what you want them to do. So yeah, yeah try to try to live your values all the time. Mm-hmm. easier said than done right I'm like mm. go live your values people like yeah okay. it's, it's hard but you know if you can do it I you know 80 20 rule 80 20 yeah 80 percent of the time there are 20 to 20 percent of the time you're gonna mess up I mean we're not perfect we're so. not perfect mm-hmm. yeah but I I think the clarity is a huge step mm-hmm. for forward movement and self-development because mm-hmm. we don't know what we don't know. So if we don't realize loyalty is something we we want, but that we're doing these different things against it, it yeah. can be an aha moment. Oh, like, I'll leave yeah. my partner. Let's see if this makes a difference. Yeah. I'm going to stop yeah. talking to my high school friend. Whoa, mm-hmm. I just made a new amazing friend because I made room for them when yeah. I got rid of this toxic friend hmm gosh that's so true absolutely and I think that goes in so many different things right so like 
a job, you know, like it's hard to have room for that perfect job if you're so committed to doing a job that you dislike. Mm, totally. And um, I wish more people cap <laughs> kind of like um, understanding the catch 22, mm-hmm. 22. Yes, it stinks. You were laid off. A ton of people were laid off. This is yep. the fin. This is a great time. Build more skills, work on your networking, go get a certification. If you can, you don't have to start a degree, but mm. find a company. Um, you didn't think to ask the company during the original interviews. Do we work weekends? Is that the company culture? But now you know to ask because yeah. you don't want to work weekends. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of working weekends, so work-life balance, let's talk about that because that's something that I know I struggle with and a lot of people do. So how do you accomplish work-life balance? So the very first thing I teach with work-life balance is a mindset shift. Uh uh (laughs) And back to NLP is let's look at the word balance And let's sub that for harmony Mm. because when we think balance, we think 50, 50, right. right. And do you really, really, really want 50% or more at work? Right. Right. And if you love what you do, you don't really call it work, but you know what I mean? Like, do you want 50%? um, This isn't everyone, but like, do you want 50% in the office and 50% in your home or um, do you want to see your coworkers just as much as you see your kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And right. as I mentioned, I've had hundreds of clients. I can think of one tech guy who was like, I hate people. I want to spend all my time at work, which is fine. Right. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to right, make right. friends. I don't want to network. Mm-hmm. My job gives me my privacy. I could work from home. Hmm. Okay. Happy well, as a clam. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But most parents wouldn't say, I mean, some parents do, but most parents wouldn't say, I don't want to see my kids all week. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So allowing them that relief of how can we make this harmonious? Mm. Yeah. It might not be perfect, but. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of harmony. That's different. Yeah. Because you do think of balance. You're like, well, I'm giving more to work this week. I need to give more to my family next week. And it's not always interchangeable like that. Right. And so as long as it's in harmony, as long as like I, it's, it's something simple, but like I hated working from home all the time because I never got that decompression time from the office to the home. And so like, I felt like I was always in work mode when I was working at home. So like during that whole pandemic, when everybody was at home, like I never came down, I would, you know, get my computer out. I'd be working on my laptop while making dinner and I'd be, you know, like I never shut it down. I never, I never took the time to like say, okay, I'm home. This is home life. Right. And so there, there was the blurred lines there. And I didn't have yes. harmony. I, I I didn't, I wasn't able to create that harmony. Yes. And I mean, same with having kids home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you yep. love your kids, but you weren't able to separate work and your kids at all. Nope. Nope. So yeah. That's and, a bit challenging. <laughs> and they struggled with the whole school thing. You know, I'm at home. I should be playing. I shouldn't be doing schoolwork. I should be out with my friends. I should be, you know, like they struggled with the concept of, you know, blurred lines um, when it came to work and school and, and 
playtime and you know I want to yeah. I want to relax I want to watch tv I want to do this but they're also supposed to be at school right and so the school thing was not a, a thing so yes yeah. and so, that's also why oh excuse me no I'm no no sorry. go ahead go ahead go oh. ahead sorry that's another reason why um, environment is one of the spokes in the wellness wheel is mm. do you have a designated place to work? Yeah. And it yeah. might be a closet. You might empty out your pantry and put a chair in there and mm. that is yours. Um, work with, uh, talk with your partner. Maybe yeah. half the week you have the office, half the week they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's putting up a sign in your bedroom. No one's allowed to come in. Yeah. Go to Walmart, buy a $20 desk, have your little corner, put a cute little sign and yep. like a picture of who you love, make it like your little work desk, but, mm -hmm. it, and then leave your laptop there, unplug and walk away. Yeah. The problem is we can take our laptops everywhere. We can yeah. take it to cook. We can take it like, yep. Yep. oh, it's, it's so challenging. It's so challenging. It really is. So is that what digital wellness is? Because you talk about digital wellness. What is mm. that? So that is a that is a part of it, but um, mm -hmm. more like social media. How okay. much are you on your phone? Yep. Uh, yep. I, I know I keep bringing up kids only because there's so many parents out there. Right, um, right. Their little eyes are on you. If you mm -hmm. scroll on the couch for hours and hours and hours, and then yell at their your kid for being on their iPad for hours and hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are the adult, right? Like we can right. tell kids what to do. You are the adult, but also, it's not shocking and groundbreaking yeah. that your child is also doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Lead by example. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. You have to do that. So we have a mm -hmm. uh, no no phones at the dinner table policy. And so every once in a while, I'll be sitting there and like, I'll bring my phone to the table. And then I have to be mindful of like, do not pick that phone up. Because if it's in front of me, I'm like, do not pick it up. Do not pick it up. But it is challenging because it's a natural reaction. Just pick it up. The phone buzzes. You got to pick it up and see what it is. And so, yeah, it's easier if you can just leave it on the on another countertop or something and, and not have it at the table at all. No temptation. That. Right. And, and mm -hmm. I even, and this is hard for some people, but don't bring your phone into your room. If you mm -hmm. can live without it in the room, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, try to do that. Be off your phone at least an hour before bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. I Shut down your computer really at least an hour. This is mm -hmm. really hard, right? This it's is really hard. <laughs> it's so, especially owning your own business where you feel like you have to be on and there's no one else on your, like you may not have a team. Mm -hmm. so there's yeah. no one fielding that emergency that may be you know if you are signing on these clients and you feel an obligation to them and you say I'm available 24 7 mm -hmm. yep but yep. I'm not and and then that leads to mm -hmm. boundaries yeah setting these boundaries so that you can set your own boundaries mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you have to set boundaries with people too like I've noticed that mm -hmm. um in the past I was really bad about giving my clients boundaries and my my employees so like I would have employees calling you know my employees expect me to work when they're working and sometimes they're on an overnight shift and like oh hey I forgot to tell you I was not going to be able to come to work tomorrow or or oh hey you know can I get these extra three shifts I'm like it's four o'clock in the morning right and so like <laughs> 
I'm not doing scheduling right now. I'm sorry that this is what's on your mind because you're working and I am not because I've already worked my, you know, full office hours this week. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing with clients, you know, we'll, I'll get clients who um, will text me at night, you know, when, when we've got things going on or on the weekends and, and there's no boundaries. So boundaries are important. It's important for, for balance and harmony, like you were saying earlier. Right. And that's why we always feel off balance. Yep. Yep. All the time. So what advice would you give to your 18 year old self? Actually, I wrote a whole book on it. Oh God, that's awesome. <laughs> I well, love my it. Sisters for, for high school. Okay, um, very cool. If there's just a billion things, so I'm just going to stick with digital wellness because my brain would just think of a billion things. Yeah. Um, don't even bother with social media. Mm -hmm. Don't even make a profile. Don't even open that. I, I was off social media for four years while launching my business. Wow. And it wasn't until this coach, a few coaches told me, but one that I really, really, really respected. That was like, you absolutely have to get on. You mm -hmm. have, this cannot be something that you waver with. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason I've been on for the last year. If wow. not, I would never do it. Wow. Um, it's just not my thing. I'd rather podcast every day. Mm -hmm. I'd rather, I'd rather uh, do public speaking and present or be a teacher every day. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. So that, and I guess the other advice is let's say I was on social media is to unfollow every single person that doesn't bring me joy. That's what I tell the 18 year olds now, early twenties, especially like, um, well, maybe this is a little older, but let's say you're in your thirties or forties, mm -hmm. that girl who got pregnant before you, that mm -hmm. was your old coworker that you couldn't stand. Why are you breaking your heart every day looking at her? The person mm -hmm. with a more attractive partner yep. or the girl who lost weight faster than you or you're looking, a guy's looking at her ex and realizes that he makes more money and is more attractive than you. Like yeah. someone bought a bigger house. Yeah. And yeah. one time I was asked like, well, how do you know if they bring you joy? Do you smile at their profile or not? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. No, that's I'm great following. advice. Yeah, that's great advice because there's so many people who are miserable, right? There are some miserable people on social media and they're constantly complaining and they're constantly, you know, uh, just attention seeking. And it's sad. Ooh, <laughs> it is cringe. So sad. Yes. I know. And it's like you read them and it's almost like it's it's like the same reason you watch Jerry Springer because you're like oh my gosh this person's life is a train wreck and I feel better about my own life because their life is a train wreck and mine isn't so bad in comparison but at the same time you know you're you're focusing on these really awful things and these people who are just miserable and yeah. yeah so I've I've done a lot of that I've gone through and unfollowed quite a lot of people in the past and and it's funny because every once in a while I'll be like oh did you know so and so is blah 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 I no I've unfollowed them years ago I have no idea what's going on in their life and it's probably for the best right like if if I yeah so yeah so yeah we're we're heavily invested in people we really don't know and that's sad why do you care who the girl yes. from high school who got the cheerleading captain over you? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? I forget <laughs> that 
I forget the name of people from my high school. I don't I remember know. their names, let alone last yeah. names. Like mm. I can't keep up with you. I don't, I'm doing Ning. I'm so busy doing Ning. Yeah. 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 And it's important. So, um, okay. So let me ask you this question. <laughs> this is something I ask every single time we're on the podcast. So okay. as women, we give away our power all the time, you know, whether it's giving someone else credit or giving someone else, you know, uh, they, they, didn't do the job and we did and you know we let them take credit or we let them criticize us we let them put us down and we don't do anything to stand up for ourselves is there a time that you gave your credit or gave your power away as a woman and another time that maybe you stepped back into your power i don't know if this is the i don't know if this is the best example but i was thinking about it the other day is mm. i i was getting bullied by these two girls at work Oh, okay. They weren't being nice. Like they yeah, weren't yeah. being nice. And not only that, but one was emailing me mean. <laughs> wow. Now, now I'm laughing at it, right? She was yeah. emailing me mean while we're in cubby cubicles right next to each other. Like literally oh we're gosh. in the same office, right? And she must have sent it or she did send it to another girl. And the other girl accidentally answered both of us instead of just answering the one. <laughs> Wow. wow okay so it's just it was just mean right like i didn't yeah. need to see this i was i was the new girl so it wasn't like they were already friends anyway my male supervisor told me that i was starting drama by doing it and i tried to explain to him you don't understand mean girls because you've never been a girl bullied by girls yeah yeah and it's i different it's different and it's because mm -hmm. guys I, i'm not i don't mean this this is kind of a blanket statement but would just be like you're a jerk and whatever or like, yeah yeah mm -hmm. um and i didn't stand up for myself i didn't let like he really demonized me on that and i really mm -hmm. should have ex dug my feet in to be like no you're you're saying something about my reputation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i can't articulate to you well enough and i was too young to articulate that like i'm trying to be professional this is very upsetting getting bullied at work yeah like, it really is yeah well and it's unnecessary like, i just i don't understand the whole mean girl thing like to me it's just you've got to have something better to do with your time right i mean something but no it's, it's in it's insecurity and and it's yeah it's it's pathetic but yes, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so I feel like getting, yeah, just explaining better, yeah, just explaining yeah. better and articulating myself and advocating for myself to be like, please don't tarnish my name. Like, yeah. I wish I said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's always after the fact, right? After the fact, we're like, <laughs> dang it. Why right. Didn't I? <laughs> right. I, know, I know. So yeah, but I mean, lessons learned and I always say it's character building. So it is character building. It helped me to understand what I won't tolerate in the future. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And the idea of letting someone know, like, I get that you've never been in my shoes mm -hmm. and you never will. Mm -hmm. like you're not transitioning to a he hasn't transitioned to a woman he's never mm -hmm. had as far as i know the idea like you'll never know what it's like to be bullied by other girls because right. you've never been a girl right 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 like yeah 
super hurt, hurtful because you know as as women we 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 are community minded right like guys are not as mm. community minded as we are and so it does affect us when other peers are bullying us because you know and not that it doesn't affect men it definitely does you know when they're getting bullied but typically for a man it's more physical and for a woman it's more emotional and that yeah. emotional it goes right back to what you were talking about earlier about the um the neuro-linguistic programming, right? Because you're immediately, yeah, it's not physical. It's, you know, it is mental. And that mental bullying, that that emotional bullying, that really plays a big part in how you see yourself. Yeah, I don't, and I can honestly say, like, I don't remember anything else from that year working there. Yeah. Not yeah. a single thing. I don't even remember my coworkers' names. Wow. Really. Wow. And... But that email, like sitting in that cubicle, remembering what it was like for these two girls to be right on the other side, mm. obviously emailing about me. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. that feeling, that, oh, that feeling. <laughs> yes, yes, I understand. I do understand. So um, so I love our conversation and I think I've learned, I mean, I've learned so much and I've really just enjoyed every bit of it but I have one more question for you so what do you wish more people knew to ask for help yeah that's a great honestly one. and I don't mean hire me as a coach that's not what I mean at all I mean look into free services get mm -hmm. a therapist get a therapist you trust surround yourself by good healthy people and sometimes it's just as important to cut yourself off from the toxic people, not even finding the good ones. I mean, that would be great, but mm -hmm. it's just as much, it's just as important to remove toxic things from your life, but mm -hmm. ask for help. You are not alone. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, you are not alone. There are support groups online for what you're experiencing or in person or chat rooms. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Find your tribe, right? Like find, find your people and find yeah. help. Yeah. Asking for help is so hard though. Um, I know people say, oh, just go ask for help. But then you, you feel like you're, you're so vulnerable and you're so afraid of, you know, well, what if they take advantage of me? What if they tell somebody, but it, it's not enough mm -hmm. of a reason ask for help. I've had people yeah. struggle with depression and just struggle, struggled with other things. And, you know, just asking for help can make all the difference. So here, I mean, so yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And I really encourage the men who are listening to do that. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard, especially mm -hmm. if your partner, like a lot of the men that I work with are talking to me about things mm -hmm. and saying, I can't talk about this with my partner, which mm -hmm. is leading to so much sadness or depending on their culture, men in my culture aren't supposed to be like this. So I married a woman in my culture and she's seeing me crying. She's never seen her dad cry. And she's telling me to man up because that's wow. all she's ever heard. So Holy. of course they're less likely to go ask for help. Why would they? They were just stunned by the person they married. Like, mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Well, thank you so much. Um, I have really enjoyed our conversation and I Thanks. just love all the great advice that you've given to everybody. Yeah. So tell me how people can find you. I would encourage them just to go right to my website. Yeah. Right yeah. to my website. There's a free 100 plus page manual that will really help like jumpstart. Um, it's mm -hmm. free for a reason, right? Because I just, 
I don't really care how people improve themselves as long as they're working towards improving themselves. Yep. 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 Agree. So, and what is your website? Is it AnnieDelray.com? Yeah, Chance? just my first <laughs> Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, and you can also find Annie on our prettypowerfulpodcast.com website and um, all of her links will be there. So please make sure to check her out. And um, thank you so much, Annie. You've just been such a pleasure to talk to. And um, I've really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have an amazing day, everybody. Thank you for joining our guests on the Pretty Powerful Podcast. And we hope you've gained new insight and learned from exceptional women. Remember to subscribe or check out this and all episodes on prettypowerfulpodcast.com. Visit us next time. And until then, step into your own power.